Welcome in to Mo and McGee and TKD, bringing you another primer-themed episode. So looking at the week ahead, flexible flex plays for you, some fantasy hotbeds where there's going to be some high-scoring games, potentially get some you know, sneaky high performances out of some unexpected players, potentially. And then uh, uh, our favorite segment, write that down, where uh, we make some guaranteed picks for the next week. Where do you want to yeah, start? Yeah, they have, you know... This segment, this, you know, this primer episode has not been kind to me, Kevin. Uh, it's been well documented. I think this is my fourth flexible flex play that put up a goose egg. Uh, the other guy I said didn't do well either. I tried to bring in Greg. That didn't work. I don't know what I got to the flexible flex flex plays first this week, which was big for me. I, I actually got there first. I got to put in my two picks. Um, I, I hope I uh, at least stole maybe one of yours, but probably not the way I'm picking. Um, let's hear yours first, Kevin, and then we'll go to my picks, which are just guaranteed to hit. Yeah, my, my, my picks for this week, um, I have T.Y. Hilton facing uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, we're going to be opportunities for, uh, I think, that Colts offense to push the ball downfield, maybe that. Buccaneers defense keying in a lot on the run, potentially leaving some downfield action for T.Y. I, I like him here to get a long touchdown and really make a a, a playable flex for uh, you this week. Yeah, the Colts, they're so strange because they want to be running the ball and they've beaten some good teams. This game against Tampa Bay will be, I think, just a great Game in general, uh, we're going to talk about it in hotbeds, hot but the over-under sitting at 51. I think it's the highest, uh, highest total of the week, so some scoring there. And certainly T.Y. Uh, you know, has the profile to hit big if, if he can get a long one. And, and kind of a similar narrative, um, maybe not as many deep shots downfield, but another guy in a high-scoring matchup potentially could be Cedric Wilson. I like him as a guy that's probably available on your waiver wire uh, facing the Raiders. Cowboys obviously out CD likely, and then uh, definitely out Amari Cooper. Look for Cedric Wilson to get some uh, run against uh, a Raiders team that has been really streaky in the secondary. I like that, Kevin. I'm going to go. Uh, sorry, we didn't mention that you also said to play Zach Pascal last week, 0.9 oh. points. You know, that was one of your biggest flubs of the season. So I at least had to you know, point that out before I give my picks. But I also um, said Robbie Anderson, who was the only uh, worthwhile flexible flex play last week. At that's true. Yeah, well, um, I gave you Marcus Johnson, Albert Wilson last week. They combined for 4.5 fantasy points. That was all Albert Wilson. Uh, Marcus Johnson, zero, you know. I'm chasing right now, Kevin, and I don't want to be doing that. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who's been a little more consistent, uh, and that is Kendrick Bourne. Over the last three weeks, has had about a 17% target share um, you know, for the Patriots. Uh, he's also commanding uh, you know, about a 20% air yards share as well. Uh, Mac Jones, I think, is just growing more and more comfortable with Kendrick Bourne. And um, I think... Against the Titans, who uh, how, who we both picked on, I think he can you know continue his hot streak. 
uh, you know, at least return flex value for you, get around, you know, 10, 12 points, uh, yards and receptions with some touchdown upside. Yeah, I like it. I was uh, picking up my flexible flex plays and I was really hyping up for, uh, man, who plays Tennessee? Oh, Kendrick Bourne plays Tennessee. I'm going to pick him, but you pulled a, a, a McGee move and you got Kendrick Bourne in there first. So, um, I like the pick obviously. So once again, doesn't make me feel confident that you like it because I think you liked Marcus Johnson last week too. So, you know, not great. Uh, um, I talked up these, but this Bucks game is just killing me. Chris Godwin, you know, 50 yard, I think <laughs> touchdown potentially. So uh, not, not great for the, for the fighting uh, Mo's, but here's what will be good for you. I talked this guy up in our, in our, uh, um, you know, in our first episode of the week as a name to remember. And I'm actually going to put that into play right now. I think you should play LaVisca Chenault. He is facing against an Atlanta team that has been hot garbage the last two weeks, just giving up points on points and on points. LaVisca Chenault is going to be playing back in the slot with Jamal Agnew potentially out. I like Chenault to kind of get loose in this game and have, you know, his first big game of the season. I'm not saying it's likely. I just, you know, I like the player. I like the matchup. I like the role that he could potentially have. Yeah, and then if you want to hear more about LaVesca Chanel, go back to that week, uh, that first episode of the week, the recap episode. Give it a listen. That's a good good one. Uh, if you look back at your phone, was that a Godwin play called back on a hold? It was, yes. Thank God. There so, we go. You know, you know, I said LaVisca Chanel, and he already did good things for me. So <laughs> it should be good for you as well. Um, speaking about the Bucks, they are, like we said, they are featured in the, uh, you know, Week 12's highest point total, um, according to Vegas, game. Facing off against the Colts in a game that, you know, potentially a lot of points, potentially a lot of fancy goodness as well. Where are you looking on the edges, right, Kevin? We know... You're going to start your studs, Godwin, Taylor, you know, Mike Evans. Um, where else do you go? Yeah, Pitt, yeah, throw Pittman in there, absolutely. Throw Pittman in there. Um, Fournette, you're going to start Fournette. I don't want to talk about this one too much because I, I did talk about T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal Burmy last week. Uh, the name I'll throw out there, Rob Gronkowski, um, having a good game tonight so far. Um, I'm going to be in the situation where I'm choosing between Pat Fryermuth and Rob Gronkowski. Uh, this point total is what's going to do it for me. I'm going to have Gronk in there. Another sneaky name, Kevin, and he always pops for like two or three games a season. That's Naheem Hines. Uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor is getting a lot of love, a lot of snaps, a lot of touches. In a game that has a potentially high point total, maybe Naheem Hines gets loose for for a couple long receptions and can return you some value as a flex potentially uh, in a high-scoring game. Another high-scoring game uh, that could potentially return some uh, good value if you're looking uh, past those studs. The Raiders-Cowboys at 50.5. Who do you like in that matchup? Yeah, I said when we were kind of putting together our, um, you know, our outline that I was going to talk about Kenyon Drake in this matchup. And, I'm, you know, Kevin, I'm going to. Uh, last week, uh, week 11, played only 15 snaps. It's a 32% target share. I actually, you know, he had 13 rush attempts in that game. The Raiders really ran the ball. Uh, you know, he 
Oh, sorry, that was over the last three weeks. My bad. He had five rushing attempts for 23 yards. He also had a catch. Um, you know, I I like that they're kind of using him, this new coaching staff, using him all over the field in a high point total game. I think they'll try to keep using him. I, I like Kenyon Drake as kind of a, a tertiary option if you're looking for, you know, a, a running back fill-in. Yeah, I, I, I like that pick. Um, you're already starting your studs in Josh Jacobs. Um, and you never I don't think you're going to go as far to say Zay Jones or anything like that so I'm going to plug my Cedric Wilson flexible flex play here again um, I think he has some ample opportunity um, I just hope I have a stud in this matchup to be honest um, it'll be nice to and you know maybe it, it could be a Pollard game especially with uh, that that banged up um, wide receiver core for the, the Cowboys um, Lines at 50 and a half, so um, it, it might be a, a good week if you've had Pollard as a, you know, in or out as a flex, and this might be enough to put him in. Yeah, I talked about uh, this earlier, I think, with CD going down. I don't know if it, you know, benefits a lot of other receivers other than just pure playing time. I think this could potentially be a big Zeke and Pollard game. Uh, I do like Pollard being, you know, uh, a little bit more viable of a play this week than usual. Uh, let's go to the pack who get to face off against the Rams. Uh, some high scoring offense, some great receivers to pick on. Yeah, a- absolutely. Um, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, Torch the Vikes, which, uh, you know, I-, I love to say. I love to say any any name, Torch the Vikes. Um, on the other side, though, if, if you were lucky enough to pick up Odell uh, coming off the bye week, this could be a good opportunity to plug him in. Um, that Packers secondary has been decent, um, but we saw the, the Vikings kind of have their way. So at Odell downfield, um, he, he could get you a touchdown. And I'm playing him if I have him. Yeah, and this is actually a game where, um, you know, A.J. Dillon, who's the Packers' new starting running back, while Aaron Jones is out, actually this scares me. Uh, for him facing off against a good Rams team and defense where I think the Packers are going to have to go to the air more. Maybe you see Randall Cobb, uh, you know, have more of a a piece of the pie in this offense uh, this week going against, uh, you know, a really a Rams team that looks to stuff the run first. Absolutely. Well, let's keep it moving here to uh, write that down. So this is where we give you some guarantees, some locks. Um, and this is, yeah, this is when we tell you that we were wrong. You know, not many, you know, not many podcasts, not many talking heads, you know, admit when they are wrong. We do every week, Kevin. We, you know, we, we say, here was the things that we went to uh, and, you know, we were wrong. Yeah. Well, a lot of folks will just kind of gloss by it, but we, I will own up and say that I like my pa- Panthers against the Washington football team. Um, didn't get the three and a half. Didn't even get the win. Ouch. Uh, my other one was uh, AJ Dillon over 17 points versus the Vikes. Put up 15. Um, so not a bad day, but I, I was wrong there as well. Yeah, and I had Justin Jefferson over 10 targets. This was a tough one for me. He finished with exactly 10. I should have said 10 or over. Uh, flubbed on the wording there. It's a lesson. A teachable moment is what they say, Kevin. <laughs> I, I've now learned my lesson. Uh, you know, I. I thought over 10 targets, he got exactly 10, which, you know, that he should be over 10 or around 10 each week. Um, so I, 
you know, being at the game and getting to see those 10 targets, I loved it a little more than right now when I uh, have to admit that I was wrong. Uh, the other one I did hit, though, the only hit of the week, I told you the, to bet the Lions against uh, the Browns. I was going to take the money line. Thank God I didn't. I took the points. The Lions covered against the Browns. Um, you know, the Lions are frisky. Uh, even with Tim Boyle, they cover in this game. I think Cleveland is, you know, I think at the beginning of the year we thought they were super good. I don't think they are really, you know, that special anymore, especially with all the injuries they've kind of taken. You know, Baker Mayfield, if anyone gives him an extension, um, you know, good luck to you. I don't think he's the guy. No, no, probably not the guy. So we'll we'll see how that plays out. Um, end of this this week's prediction. So I kind of have a formula here. I always pick a a nice little spread that I like, and I'll get to that one next. But the other thing, I always find my TKD matchup, and I find the best player on the other team, and I uh, I say that that player is going to outperform the projection. So sorry, Justin Jefferson. Um, I've been flopping on my write that downs, uh, and it'll probably continue here. I am going to put him at over his 18.8 projection against the 49ers. Um, I do think this has potential to be a low-scoring game. Um, you can see the Vikings and the 49ers both want to take the air out of the ball, make this as short a game as possible, uh, leaving not much opportunity left over for Justin Jefferson. Um well, Kevin, I think that's a bad choice because Justin Jefferson's had like over 150 receiving yards or I think over 149 the last two weeks. Um, Mike Zimmer, as, as I mentioned on this podcast, he's changed. He's a changed man. He's all in the offense now. You know, as it, you know, as you get older, you get a little softer. You know, maybe he's seeing that he has a transcendent talent in Justin Jefferson. I, I like that pick, Kevin, over 18.8 fancy points. I like it. Uh, I'm sticking to the same game, and I'm going against my Vikings. You said it. I think that the air is going to be – the 49ers are definitely going to try to take the air out of it. I think they're going to use Elijah Mitchell to do that. The Vikings are, you know, one of the worst teams against the run. Had a nice showing against A.J. Dillon, uh, but had a really banged up uh, Packers O-line. Elijah Mitchell is going to go for over 90 rushing yards against Minnesota. If he gets 90 – I will throw my computer at the wall. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't put it past it, uh, past him. Um, you, you've been spot on on just barely getting your right that downs on. So look for that to continue, folks. Uh, if there is if there is some prop bet out there for Elijah Moore getting exactly 90 rushing yards, hammer that bet. Absolutely. Um, well, Kevin, we always like to give out a couple, uh, you know, straight bets. Um, I cashed in it in write that down and in real life with the Lions. Can you make the listeners some money? Yeah, I, I like the Raiders plus seven against the Cowboys. Uh, banged up receiving core for the Cowboys. We keep talking about the Cowboys and that receiving core over and over. Um, but I think the Raiders are going to be on a mission to get back on track. Um, seven points is too many points. It'll be at least close. Um, uh, give me the Raiders plus seven. That'll be a nice, tasty Thanksgiving treat uh, for our listeners. You know, make some money uh, while you're sitting and watching the games. You're stuffed up. You'll be on the couch anyway, so might as well have a wager on it. Uh, I like – I'm going to keep picking on the Browns, Kevin. I'm going to pe- keep picking on them. Uh, the Ravens are favored by four and a half in this game. 
but I like them to to cover that spread and beat this Browns team. Lamar Jackson coming back this week. Uh, I think he takes advantage. The Browns, um, you know, that offense has just looked terrible. Uh, they couldn't cover against the Lions. I think the Ravens just kind of have their way with the Browns. I like it. I like it. Take those bets. Put them. Uh, go to your book. Place those and just straight profit. Yeah, and and if and if your book offers any like player props, you know, go to my fan, my flexible flex plays. Take the under on both of those guys, like catches, receiving yards, everything, because we know that that uh, is a pretty you know good chance of hitting. Absolutely, um, and we did mention um, Tim Boyle, uh, which is quite the name in the. Uh, recap of your write that down i i do want to pull off to the side here and just have a mini tim boyle segment um because it is one of my favorite anomalies ever guess how many passing touchdowns tim boyle had in three years at connecticut oh my you know even the bad ones like the hawkeyes they at least get like you know 15 so I go with like 40, 45. Uh, that's about uh, 44 too many. He had what? one passing touchdown for Connecticut. Guess how many interceptions he threw in his three years at Connecticut? Oh, God. 15. He threw 13. Oh, my God. His college stat line was one How's touchdown. How's he in the NFL, Kevin? And 13 interceptions. Apparently, I can play quarterback for the Lions, so look for that in upcoming weeks um, as I trot out to uh, Detroit to try to get on the practice squad. Yeah, apparently they're sledding anybody in these days. Uh, Tim Boyle segment. I like it. You know, maybe not a weekly one, Kevin, but, uh, you know, we'll keep it on keep it on the back burner. You know, I, I, I'm sure I can throw out some more Tim Boyle stats. So we'll see if he makes, a, <laughs> makes another start and can get another appearance here. Maybe he'll double his ah. uh, college production next week. With yeah, two touchdowns or 26 interceptions. And I, I'd be remiss, Kevin, if we didn't, uh, if we didn't mention uh, something else that can, you know, interesting segment. What about, uh, you know, a little segment on your phone ordering groceries through Instacart for Thanksgiving? Uh, you know, we're gonna be watching football. We gave you some bets to sit down, and watch. You want some grub? You want some drinks? Uh, order through Instacart. Get it delivered right to your house. Uh, They're running a lot of great promos, so go sign up through this link, Kevin, instacart.oloiyb.net slash FFL. Do you need me to read that again? You can actually hit like the, there's a little button. You go back like 15 seconds, and you you can hear me say it again because I don't want to say it again. (laughs) Um, But order your groceries through Instacart, get them delivered to your house. You don't have to get up from the couch on Thanksgiving day to get your groceries, to get your snacks for watching football. Can't think of anything better. You guys have been listening to Mo and McGee on TKD. That was the primary theme and the Instacart um, advertisement. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll catch you guys next time on Mo and McGee on Fantasy. Absolutely. See you.